It's the Finding Joy podcast. We are shining a spotlight on the joy that exists in the lives of people all around us. I'm Jerry Williams, along with Rob Langer and Benji Shepard. And we thought this time around, we would catch up with an old friend who you heard in season one. He's a stand-up comedian, but you may know him more as the guitarist for Casting Crowns, Juwan DeVivo. It was great catching up with him. It was, and we had to find him on the road because they're currently on a drive-in theater tour. So we thought it'd be fun to find out what that's like. You know, it's very different for yeah. sure yes. to have a concert in front of a bunch of people in their cars. <laughs> so we thought it'd be uh, great to see what's going on with Juwan and maybe, uh, you know, find out a little bit of what's happening with him spiritually. Yeah. Too. Yes. Yeah. With everything that's going on with COVID-19, that's why they're doing the drive-in theater tour because they can't have people sitting next to each other. And in, so if you're in your own car, I guess you're socially distanced. Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <You are. laughs> All right. So uh, shall we fire up the Zoom machine? Let's yeah, do it. Let's zoom into the tour bus with Casting Crowns for Juwan DeVivo. So you guys are doing drive-in theaters right now. Is this, is this the first time you've ever done that? Well, I mean, so we started in July. So that was the first time that we did that. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know if they ever <laughs> thought of that. I don't know Touché. if they ever thought of that before. It was just like, I guess, I don't know who thought of it. We got to track this down. It is the, you know, we have the internet. We can't figure out who came up with the first idea of let's do drive-in theaters. But uh, under our current conditions, it's a perfect situation. You're outside. You got your own little, you know, your cars are like ice can isolate you if you don't feel comfortable with that. But then even though if you want to come out and sit in a chair, you're still distanced yeah. real well. So I, I don't know why we didn't think of that, you know, the minute we thought of it. But we, I guess we were still just reeling from, okay, we got to we gotta shut down this tour. So there's like a lot of, you know, I don't have to do any of that, thank God. We got Mark's wife, uh, Melanie, does all that stuff for us. So I'm sure she was – on the phone, like several phones, like on the, you know, in the movies when you got five or six right. phones <laughs> and you're talking to 12 people. Yeah. So I'm sure she was like that trying to figure out what in the heck are we going to do? Uh, but we were, uh, yeah, once we figured that out, it's been, it's been pretty fun on my end. <laughs> it's not the part that wasn't fun was our crew is with us and they're essentially outside all day and now it's fine. But we were in Florida in July. Oh, yeah. Higher than. So they were like under, they were building shelters out of tarps. And uh, it was like a, it was like a, a, you know, just a shantytown kind of deal. They'd have like a little, the the things that people buy for, um, for tailgating at football games, they had those tents. And sometimes it was just sunny outside. And sometimes, you know, a major thunderstorm would would blow over at three o'clock in the afternoon when they're trying to set up their stuff and, and they would just run for shelter. Meanwhile, we're back at the hotel, um, you know, in the jacuzzis <laughs> watching you know, reality TV. So kudos to the crews out there. So how is the staging on those shows? Cause most of those theaters, most of the drive-in theaters don't have stages. That's really cool. Well, I will say this, the two or three nights ago, we played at a place who had just built a stage because they had live professional wrestling <laughs> outside <laughs> at a drive-in. It's like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do wrestling. <laughs> but uh, we didn't use it because we have this ultra cool, it's a semi-truck trailer. So it'd be like when you see the regular trucks, but it the sides fold up 
and then the top jacks up and then you got a stage oh, cool. oh just neat. put speakers and lights on it yeah it's really neat i never get to see it come out because it's already open when we get there but it's it's really neat that's pretty cool well what has the experience been like um i mean I, I guess the only other thing you can compare it to is just a regular theater concert, but, um, what? It's, everybody's it, sitting in their cars. Can you hear them singing along or clapping or applauding? Yeah. Well, some of the, some of the driving places have, I don't know how many of the people who are listening know about driving theaters, but there's little speakers you can yeah. hook on your window mm. and they give you like a FM or they give you an FM station you can tune into. But, Fortunately, we got a lot of a loud sound systems. You just roll down your windows and hear it. Well, they can hear it. And uh, at first, it was a little bit different because um, we don't have anybody in front of the stage for like 20, 30 feet. There's just like this barrier and people are sitting outside of that. So um, the second thing was I think people were, were finally – it took like three or four shows for I think people to catch up with the fact that we weren't like on a screen. <laughs> we are like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and so when they were at the concert, they're like, oh, yeah, I can yell and scream and clap my hands and sing along. I, I forgot I could do that. It's like and honk my horn. Are they are they honking their horns? Yeah, uh, we got we tried to get them to do that at the beginning. And uh, it's fun, but it's not in not in the middle of the song, because especially when, especially when Mark's talking, he's not shy about eight. He's talking about his ADD from stage. So if anybody starts honking while he's talking, it's whatever he had in his brain. It's gone now, so we don't like we don't like we don't want that to happen while we're doing it. Hmm. But uh, the playing outside, it was and then people uh, were finally starting to interact. That was cool to watch people go. Oh yeah, we we can clap. This isn't a TV. This is real life. Let's do it. So you know you're gonna have to coach them along. And go okay, everybody, let's stand up and sing along, or let's clap our hands. Can you hear? So we even do little. Was that? Can you hear them? If they're in their cars, how are you hearing anything that they're doing? See, that's a weird, that's another weird part. I was going to get to that, Jerry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. we're, uh, we're on the stage. And so, the, like I said, the first row is a little far back. So lighting wise, we could only see technically the first row of people. And then Mark would say, you know, hey, you guys hear me in the back? And you have to wait like three or four seconds before you hear oh yeah they're back there and then he would ask them to honk their horns and then people are you hear people scrambling and opening their doors and like or grabbing their cell phones so it takes like 10 seconds for you to go hey you guys in the back doing okay and they're like oh me get my phone and i gotta get the truck there's honk horns to the hazard lights something guys so they were scrambling but that's that's just it's fun that's that was what you had to get over was there's not that immediate reaction that you're used to on a on a, uh, in a theater or an arena or something. So it basically, if you can envision a state fair type situation outside and a small stage and, uh, but there's, and there's, uh, I mean, I don't know if they have as many delicacies, but you still got corn dogs and popcorn. <laughs> right. So that's good. <laughs> Do they run the little intermission breakfast of champions. Do they run the little <laughs> intermission thing on the screen, 10 minutes till the show starts and with the hot dogs jumping into the fun. <laughs> The song, let's all go to the lobby yeah. or let's all go to the concessions. Yeah. The dancing popcorn and stuff. I think I saw that once. And then, and then we decided, we were like, hey, let's put our videos up there for uh, for crowns and all the merch and stuff right. instead of mm. yeah, instead of just popcorn. You guys ever think yeah. of doing maybe a double feature, you know, show followed by a movie, you know? <laughs> oh, we could do that. That's not a bad idea. Double, yeah, double feature. Usually what happens though, the... The days have been so much, so we'll play like today's um, Friday, which is good. 
but like this last week we played on a Tuesday. So like second to last song, people are like, Oh, I got work tomorrow. So <laughs> you actually, it's different when you're in an arena and people kind of get up and leave because they, you know, they want to get out early or something. But when you see a car pulling out, that's a little bit, that's a little bit more than just the two people standing up. A little yeah. disconcerting. You might be able yeah. to miss the one thing, but nobody can miss a car. Right. <laughs> Wait, we're not done now, yet. <laughs> yeah. Now, now if you guys did do a double feature concert and a movie, what do you think the movie would be? I don't know. We got so many. That's a favorite. I mean, Goonies would be up there. Hey, uh, that's just so the thing. It was like, what would, what would go along with crowns? I mean, we'd have to play something like the, uh, the amazing grace of Wilberforce, uh, William the, the Wilberforce Mercy movie. movie. I can only imagine the mercy me movie. See now we're on to something. <laughs> the Jeremy, yeah. Camp, the Jeremy Camp movie. Yeah. Triple feature. Yeah. yeah there you go. How nice. can we not play? I can only imagine. And the walk by faith. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now out on DVD for your consumption. <laughs> well, the last time we were hanging out with you was, I think, in February. It was. And um, a, a lot has transpired since then, to say the least. Um, are, are you guys, I, I mean, I know you're, you're on tour now, but are, are you guys holding up okay? I know your, your family's probably with you, right? Yeah, well, I'm fine because our personal, because my wife's in the band. <laughs> So we bring our children with us. We're always, wherever we are, we're homeschooling when, you know, during the school year. So uh, part of that was, um, part of that adjustment was during lockdown, it was summer. So it was like, oh, let's just go outside and play. And we, and we live, that's the other thing. We live kind of out in the woods. So we just kind of go outside and play. It's not really a neighborhood situation. We just have, we just chase deer and stuff, <laughs> squirrels. <laughs> so, uh, so for us, it wasn't that big a deal, but, um, uh, it was weird not seeing, we, we had to do a couple zoom calls as a band just to be like, let's just, just want to see everybody's faces. Cause we still love each other, even though we're constantly on the road together, we still want to be like, okay, we need to see each other for a little bit. So that was, that was good. So thank God for zoom and, or whatever your, <laughs> whatever your streaming meeting platform is, but that, that was good for us. Yeah. Yeah. And the comedy, the stand up comedy stuff, I guess is, Probably on hold now, huh? No. Well, see, so I got a few friends that, that actually do that for a living. <laughs> so I've been kind of hurting for them because they're just wood. So everybody, the first thing that happened was every comedian started a podcast. So if you have a favorite <laughs> comedian, they probably have a podcast. So, and the other thing was um, like a friend of mine, John Brannion, he just started doing a YouTube show and he asked me to be on it. So every Sunday night I got, you know, what else am I going to do? I got nothing to go on Sunday night. So I've been, I'll just go on there and, and laugh at my computer for about an hour <laughs> and try to make other people laugh. So is that the one I saw but, yeah, you doing man. something from your car? Weren't you in your car for one of those? And it looked like oh. picking somebody up or something. So you muted your microphone <laughs> for a while. You're, you're dropping so we're, off or something for <laughs> the middle of this guy's show. Well, one night, yeah, one night. So it's called the Starving Comics Quarantine Show. If you want to catch us, seven p.m. on Sunday night. But uh, that was what was happening. One Sunday night, we were leaving. The band was leaving. So I was like, "Hey, I'm going to be packing up." And John's like, "Yeah, just just call in, and we'll watch you pack into the bus." <laughs> so it's like, "All right." <laughs> and uh, so then you got to experience the chaos. All it is is it's kind of like storming the beaches at Normandy, except, you know, we're not getting shot at, but the, the truck pulls in all the, everything opens up and then everything pours out 
and you just throw it on the bus. That's pretty much all. Our, especially with we got two kids, Megan's got three kids. So with all the kids and stuff, you got multiple bags. And it's a it's chaos, it's chaos. but it works. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you're doing something else with a, uh, another comedy group, Fish Sticks. Oh. Tell, tell us about Fish Sticks. F- Fish Sticks comedy is improv comedy, and if you don't know about that, it's like a whose line is it anyway, if you've seen that show, mm-hmm. except that we are a Christian improv group, and therefore <laughs> guaranteed clean <laughs> right. and, uh, and encouraging, those kind of things. So, But uh, there's a guy, his name's Whit Schiller, and uh, he was in Milwaukee, and somehow I got connected with him over Facebook, and uh, he said, I want to start a group in Atlanta. So we have a group in Atlanta right now of uh, just uh, one, late, one lady in it is a stand-up comedian. She does, like, hosting and all. She's, like, she's great, Jessica. And there's a couple of guys. One guy's a theater uh, professor. Another guy's a theater teacher. And so they, I, and then I don't even know how I got in all that. I just wanted to do improv. And they're like, yeah, come on. <laughs> I've never I never got training or anything. And they're like, yeah, well, you just – we'll give you training during the rehearsals. So <laughs> – I uh, haven't gotten to do – so we got all the way up to – they got to do one show, and then COVID hit. And so uh, and so for a while, uh, Witt was trying to figure out, well, how can we keep things going or how can we connect? Because his thing is uh, he wants to connect with the audience. I was like, well, I just want to do improv. But <laughs> at least Witt was thinking about the people. Right. And uh, so he was like, I just want to connect with, with the audience. I want to – you know, like we said, when I was – when crowns did our zoom call, he had that same thought. He's like, maybe they just need to see human faces. Maybe people just need to laugh a little bit. So if you go to, uh, you can find fish sticks on Facebook or on, uh, online, but we're doing online shows and, uh, I'm not able to do all of them cause I have prior engagements. I got this other thing that I'm doing. <laughs> so, but, but in October, uh, they'll do like two a month or two, two like free or pay what you want to. Um, shows online shows and open to the public and uh so check check those out because they're really good there and there's he's got people in uh so he's got a fish sticks group in milwaukee one in dallas one in atlanta and a new one in denver and then there was a couple of people peppered around like in chicago so there's like uh maybe 20 30 of us and you, you never know who's going to be on at the time but we, we do a we do a improv show for you like comedy bring some joy to your life you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah have you been got a lot of Go ahead, Jerry. Have you been doing any writing? You, you working on material, even though you don't have a chance to do a lot of stand up right now? Yeah, I mean, I've been writing, um, but the my problem is I'm so new that I wouldn't be like I don't know, like I'll write something like, I don't even know if this is good <laughs> or not. So right. I'll luckily, like, uh, there's a well, there's your a tweets are media. hilarious, so you're, you're yes. good with you oh. know the short yeah. comedy. So the weird thing is that so. Uh, my friend Ed Wiley, he's a stand-up comedian, and I don't know if you guys met him, but uh, we did it in Warner Robins when you did that show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, he'll write stuff on Twitter, and he'll go, "That's like a placeholder for my comedy." For me, Twitter is like, "Oh, I have this random thought, so let me spit it out there." And I feel like <laughs> I feel like Twitter's like, not, you know, just a throwaway stuff, and then like this other comedy stuff I'm writing is like really serious business. So I got to get the laptop out (laughs) and, 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 you know, agonize through it and stuff. But, um, yeah. So I don't know. You guys want to hear something? Is that what we're leading up to? No, but go ahead. Yeah, of course. I'm not good at at catching segues. That's my problem. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing was that, uh, I I always get weird compliments and throughout my life. So like, 
uh, one time I had, I had gone back to my old high school because they asked me to speak there. And I just talked to all, I was having a conversation with my old high school football coach. And I played offensive line in high school, all through high school. We were a small Christian school, so it, we weren't that good. <laughs> At least now, but if you go now and check out Trinity Christian in Jacksonville, Florida, they're like, you know, they got a dynasty going on. So apparently they just had to get rid of me. <laughs> in order to, yeah. In order to have a good, a good team, they said get rid of Juwan. But I was talking to him, and he goes, yeah, you know what, man? Uh, of all the of all the offensive linemen I had, you were the smartest. Like, what? <laughs> usually, <laughs> like usually with with football players, you want them to say that they're a beast or that yeah. they're really fast or they crush you or or are they you know they're just monsters. And the compliment I got from him was that I was I was the smartest. I was the smartest football player. It's not something you're. That's a pretty low bar, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> what is it? How is that even useful as a lineman? I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be a good compliment a for a quarterback. See that guy push him over. That's what you need. <laughs> oh. oh man, yeah. Not a whole lot of football going on these days, uh, or not, not oh. as much yeah. these days any, anyway. You, well, uh, I, grew you gotta... in, I grew up in Jacksonville, so there's not a lot of football going on for the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they seem to be televising it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, what about <laughs> this? Is this pandemic giving you some material? Uh, some comedy material. I mean, it's not funny, I, but you know. So here, I'm so slow. I don't know if you, I don't know if I'm slow witted or what. It just takes me a long time to work through things. So I have like zero. Uh, so I was listening. There's another comedian uh, uh, that I like. His name's Dustin Nickerson, and uh, we we actually paid. He's like, okay, I know uh, everybody's gonna have to do pandemic jokes when we get out of this, but uh, I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna do an online show. And for 30 minutes, I'm just going to tell all my COVID jokes just to get them out of my system because I don't want to – they'll probably be old by the time. They're like, when you finally get on stage and they allow us to gather and you start telling jokes, they'll be like, oh, this thing. (laughs) (laughs) What I notice is nobody nobody wants to talk about the thing that we're always all all the time talking about 24-7. So it's like, just tell me about, like, your car trouble or (laughs) how you hate your kids. Just Let's just – can we escape for five minutes? Right. So – so I don't do topics very well. I just kind of I blunder through life, and then you know, if Melody yells at me for not taking out the trash, that becomes a joke. Oh man! Well, um, I don't know. This this whole year has been it's been tough for everybody, but you know, I guess I, I guess you can find funny in it somewhere uh, i mean you're obviously your your twitter account is active so you're uh, oh. you're still finding funny <laughs> right. like when you're shut in you got more chances there we had okay when it first started melody decided let's do every project to the house that we've that we've never done it but that what that meant was me going outside and leveling dirt and and putting out pavers and uh I've never, that's the other thing. I've never put out pavers before. So everybody's doing DIY work they've never done before <laughs> and they're posting it. Some people are good, but then I never posted pictures of what I did because I don't think it, it was like uneven ground. They're supposed to be even, right? It's supposed to look like, 
supposed to look like concrete. Yeah. It didn't come out like that. I got you. It just looked like a bunch of rocks that piled on a hill of dirt. See? Looked like Stone Mountain. Yeah. That's the yeah. show, Juwan. <laughs> right there. Your DIY with Juwan, and it all comes out terrible. It's a D, yeah, D D I Y. Don't do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is how yeah. to not do it. Right. Yes. I could see that on Netflix or something. Yeah. That's... But I did post a lot of stuff about it's still on my Instagram account. It's a bunch of stuff on as a as a if you're a husband or a dad or something, you're doing dad stuff outside. Um, there's a lot of different ways you can kind of get by with not actually doing work, but like looking like you do work. That's kind of one of my specialties. I can, um, if you're, yeah. So you measure stuff a lot. Just take a ruler with you. Just measure things. You don't even have to be anything in particular. You're measuring trees. They don't know. They just, <laughs> just think you're out there doing calculations. Right. <laughs> and like always measure, never cut. Words to live by. Yes. Always measure, never cut. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm going to start doing that around the house. Just walk around with the tape measure. Right. <laughs> Make it look like I'm doing. What's something. he doing out there? <laughs> you know, Juwan is a he's a funny guy too. But uh, I think that we can get a little bit more serious coming I'm up sure. with him yeah. and uh, find out, you know, the spiritual aspect of what's going on in his life these days. I mean. We've all had to deal with a lot in the age of coronavirus, mm -hmm. and we're going to find out what's going on with Juwan there, too. Right. We are. Now, when was it we were supposed to do this big deal? Was it Sherathon? Sherathon? Yeah. Yeah. October, October the 6th? 6th, I think it was, oh, yes. Wow. And, yeah. and, and we got down there because we do it out of the Joy FM Florida. So we've got the Joy FM Florida, the Joy FM Georgia, which we're more directly associated with, and the Joy FM Alabama, all doing our Sherathon, which is... Twice a year, we do a fundraising event because we're a listener-supported ministry. Got down there, had the big meeting the day before it started, and several people in the building tested positive for COVID. So we had to postpone it. Well, we've unpostponed it. What, what do you call, what do you call the, Reschedule. Reschedule. Yeah, yes. I know, but there's got to be a word with pwned. We've reponed it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because you postponed it, you prepone it, and then you repone it. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with it. <laughs> so we have reponed. That just doesn't sound right. No, right. <laughs> the Sherathon for November seventeenth. That's right. Yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about, Sherathon is a word that uh, you know it just means that we are looking to raise the funds that this ministry needs for six months. We do this twice a year, mm -hmm. and if you have it in your means to be able to support what we're doing at the Joy FM, which, you know, we are a contemporary Christian music radio station, but so much more with doing podcasts like this one and doing other things like T-shirts for turkeys, yeah. which uh, is also coming up soon. So save this date, November 9th through the 12th. And uh, we'll have more details at thejoyfm.com about that, where we're helping to supply uh, food and funds to food pantries. Yeah. And um, goodness knows they need it oh, nowadays. Oh, yes. I mean, they do. unbelievable just seeing the, the amount of people that have looked for help. So this is your opportunity to help them and bless them during Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I mean, the biggest time of the year, this could be an opportunity for you to make their lives more enriched, I guess you could say, right. during the Thanksgiving season. So November 9th to the 12th, that's when T-Shirts for Turkeys is. Then we turn around the following week for Sharathon. <laughs> so right. it's going to be for the, bang, for the bang. reponed Sharathon. <laughs> reponed, yes. <laughs> and when you support the Joy FM, you support all those ministries. The, yes. the, 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 the T-Shirts for Turkeys, the podcasts are 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week 
prayer line that yes. is always mm-hmm. open. Hundreds and thousands of people every year call that prayer line for prayer in their most dire moments when they have no one else to turn to, some of them. And it's just a whole lot of great stuff going on. Find out all about that on the website, thejoyfm.com. I know God's got me. This song right here, written by a woman living in the slums of Nigeria. Her name is Maria Anna Fowoshe. She chose to be happy and trust God with her dreams. If your tank is getting a little low on inspiration, then I have a story for you on the latest episode of The Jewel Show. God is the author of my journey and the finisher of my journey. Trust me, you're gonna wanna hear the rest of her story. Go to thejoyfm.com slash jewels or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, um, if we could switch gears for a second here, uh, I think a lot of us have um, this year sort of contemplated our mortality, so to speak. You know, it's it's been a been a tough time. Have you had any spiritual lessons that you've learned, or is uh, or do you think God's uh, speaking to you in in different ways lately that um, are just you know something that you can you can tell the world this is this is what i've learned yeah for sure do i have to tie it into my own death (laughs) 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 this is how i got comfortable with dying right (laughs) i'm sure if that's what you want for a sound bite i just come up with a title for this episode though right (laughs) how to be comfortable with death no i died into my own death <laughs> uh, yeah, I well, for one thing for sure that's that stands up above everything else is uh, um, I've gotten a lot more. I have a, I found a lot more confidence in the gospel and the in the story of Christ. There's like you're saying. I mean, not just COVID, but a lot of unrest, a lot of uh, chaos, um, a lot of anger and hurt, and uh, on both you know. Both sides of any situation you're talking about, even if you're talking about a mask, we're talking about masks and people are yelling at each other about it instead of just going, you know what, you, you wear a mask I'll, and I won't or something, however you want to do that. But um, uh, so I always kind of felt this unease and like, what's going to happen? And, and like, uh, and I was unsure of things or uh, how does uh, trying to think my way through a complex social situation and like, well, well and I, you know, you think about every, trying to think about everybody's uh, hearts and where they're at and what their purpose is. And you want things to be, as a Christian, you want things to be peaceable. But um, it's not always going to be like that. So um, I knew just kind of where I came to was uh, that people hurting people need Jesus and not hurting people need Jesus. And uh, people who think they got it all together, they need Jesus. The people who think they've got all the charts and things figured out they need Jesus and that, um, you know, science is a great tool. Um, it's not going to save us. Uh, it helps us in our daily lives and it helps us, um, to, uh, improve some things and, and to maybe, uh, prevent, um, deaths that we can, that we can otherwise, you know, that we otherwise have to endure that. So it kind of helps, um, with us, uh, not being able to lose life, but, uh, at the same time, uh, like you said, Benji, we have to, come to grips with that because it's going to happen. Whatever can we, we can't stave it off forever. So it's going to happen. So it's like, what's on the other end of that. And um, that's the thing. It's like my only hope is, is Christ. One of my favorite songs is uh, uh, one of my favorite worship songs too, is Matt Mars, uh, Lord, I need you. And it's mm. kind of old. It's been around for a while. And, but uh, there's a, 
and the chorus that always chokes me up because it because it talks about um god being our one defense it's like usually we like a backup plan we like a plan b but uh with god as your defense you know you don't need anything else uh, he's that's right. your one defense is all you need and all you'll ever need so um and it may not be you know the that we make it, we're not going to make it through this life. We're not going to get out of it alive, but, but, uh, God will keep us safe and whatever kind of suffering you do through that. It doesn't compare with knowing God. Uh, I mean, Brian shared this last night, Brian's our drummer and we have like a scripture time with each other. Second Corinthians four, uh, so I'm having this treasure in jars of clay, but at the end it says this, Paul compares his suffering and he, when he describes it, he says it's light and momentary. So think about what Paul went through. He didn't have a place to lay his head. He was in jail. He was constantly, he was beaten. He was stoned and left for dead. And he called it light and momentary. So when I think about what I've been through, um, I had to sit in my house for a while. That's that's basically the, the suffering I had to endure this year was, yeah, you can't go to the theater. You have to stay home and watch TV. So that was my suffering this year. So I thought I kind of got over it pretty quick. I went, all right. <laughs> okay, so that's not that's not so bad, but yeah, but through uh, it's just just knowing, and then the sickness. So when people talk about uh, racism as a sickness, you know in your heart as a Christian that Christ is the only answer for that. And, uh, and so the question is now, as a Christian, what do I do to be the hands and feet mm-hmm. to the people you know to people who are hurting? So that's that's the only question. And so that's that's what's cool. That's it's caused me to revert. Uh, back to the scriptures, which probably should have been my <laughs> go-to anyway, right? It's like if there's problems, I got to read the Bible. But I'm uh, reading it more now, and I have more dependency on Jesus instead of going, okay, how do I solve this problem, and how do I get through this? So that's, that's my two bits. Good mm. stuff. That's good. Mm. That's really good. Now, when all this is over, I, I know that uh, – you mentioned that the Fish Sticks comedy group, uh, you guys did one show. Are you? Is this at least giving you an opportunity to maybe plan for bigger stuff on the other side of the pandemic? Yeah, online. So that's a good thing because, like, you know, people are getting to, to know the name Fish Sticks and see what we do, and right. know that it's fun and that it's funny, and so uh, so people are starting to, to book the online shows uh, because it's it's a little bit easier. You just kind of say. Because uh, companies are doing that too. They'll just go, hey, employees, here's a Zoom meeting we're going to have, and it's going to be just comedy. So uh, that's fun. But then afterwards, you know, that's the first. It just got started in Atlanta. So hopefully if you want to, you want to have us to do some comedy for you, some improv, yeah, call us up. It'd be awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Well, man, we appreciate you uh, taking some time to to hang with us for a little while on the computer at least yeah well it was this or go work out so <laughs> pretty easy to see. put on some <laughs> put on some exercise clothes and i said i'll see you later melody and then i just left <laughs> went to sat on the bus and of course you walk away with a tape measure in your hand as well just in case yeah. right yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's about the look on your face too you got to stay in intense Looking, so. Yeah, throw a little bit of water on your face, and you look like you worked out. You did. Aggravated yeah. people yeah. think you're busy. Yeah, <laughs> clipboards are good. Yeah. You know, the, the yes. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, it was great catching up with you, Juwan. Yeah, man. Well, dude, thank you so much All for right, uh, taking some time today. Appreciate it, my friend. You know, Juwan had a lot of, of great insight there, and especially during this time, not just with the pandemic, but all of the craziness that's going on in our country. Mm-hmm. we got the election coming up in a couple of weeks, and I'm sure even though Election Day is November 3rd, I'm sure there's going to be more craziness afterwards, and people are just they're, – they're living in fear. They're living – trying to trust others, and – Juwan brought it up in, in one of my one of my favorite songs, Lord I Need You from Matt Marr. Mm. Jesus is my one defense. Yeah. That's where our eyes need to be focused, is on Jesus, on scripture, diving into the word, as Juwan said, throughout that entire time. And one thing that I have been really trying to focus on, especially during this period, is one particular scripture. Just have that on my heart, reading that daily, reminding me where our eyes need to be focused, where we are to put our full trust. And it's Psalm 146. First off, giving God all of the praise, all of the glory, even in the midst of all of our struggles. But then I love later on in that Psalm when you read here, it's a great blessing for people to have the God of Jacob to help them. They depend on the Lord their God. He made the heaven and earth. He made the sea and everything in it. He can be trusted to do what he says. He does what is right for those who have been hurt. He gives food to the hungry. The Lord frees people locked up in prison. The Lord makes the blind see again. The Lord helps those who are in trouble. The Lord loves those who do right. The Lord protects strangers in our country. He cares for widows and orphans, but he destroys the wicked. The Lord will rule forever. Mm-hmm. That's where we need to be reminded. There's our answer right yeah. there. It's not to to put ourselves trusting in, in leaders or, or living in fear. When you are in the word of God, when you are fully trusting him, he is going to rule forever. It, it's keeping our minds on that perspective. And that certainly has brought me peace in this time. And I'm hoping those words bring you peace as well. Keep your eyes focused on the Lord. Depend on the Lord our God, because he is the one that is going to get us through all of this. He is going to strengthen us in those times of weakness. And he's the one that's really got got this all. So as Juwan said in there, just remain faithful to God's word. And maybe that's not the scripture for you, but find a scripture that you can focus on during this time and just be reminded that he is faithful through all aspects of life, the good times and especially the bad times. Remain faithful to God. Yeah, it's turbulent what we're going through right now. And I feel like... In those times, for us who follow Christ, it is sort of a, I don't know, just a, a, a knee-jerk reaction, a good knee-jerk reaction to go to Scripture. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even if you don't have that that memory verse that's walking with you throughout the day, go search it out. Yes. You know, and in whatever situation is going on. And we have to remember, too, that even though these times are turbulent, 
turbulent times have come through uh, the world in the past and pandemics have been worse than the mm-hmm. one that mm-hmm. we are dealing with right now. And then and now God was and is on the throne. That's right. Yes. We have to remember that. Right. right. And w- we know a change potentially is coming mm-hmm. with the election. So we know either President Trump will remain president another four years or Joe Biden will be the new president. So we, we can prepare for either of those outcomes and give that to God mm-hmm. and help, ask him to help us get through it and, and know have the wisdom to know how best to deal with that and anticipate the reactions from other people and how best to deal with those reactions as mm-hmm. well. God's got you. Yes, yes he does. Mm. Got another episode coming up on November the 5th. I'm pretty excited. I'm excited about all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but this is great because we actually were outside of the studio. We got out. Yeah. I know. I know. This we got great. to go somewhere. We, even if it was road. only three, down, three miles down the road. Yeah, yeah. Just up the road. We talked with Kathy Bergren of the Real Life Center in Tyrone, which is just a little bit south of Atlanta, if you're not in this area and listening to this podcast. Some great stuff. Got to take a little tour of the Real Life Center, find out about the background. Did a little tour of, they've got a, a, an orchard right. and a huge garden where they they're a food bank is, is a big part of what they do, and they grow a lot of their own food. Right. Yeah. But they're just like the Joy FM is more than music. They are so much more than a food bank. Yeah. Yes. And oh, we yeah. get into that with her, and she gives us a great sort of picture of uh, what the Real Life Center is all about. And they are actually one of the benefactors of our T-shirts for turkeys, which we mentioned earlier and uh, we'll have info about in the show notes. Right. So that's coming up on November 5th. But in the meantime, we hope you subscribe to the Finding Joy podcast. That would be really nice. So you can find us on Apple, Google Play, um, Stitcher, Anywhere that you find fine podcast, Amazon Music, yes, as well as the Joy FM Georgia mobile app. You can download that for your phone if you don't have it already. And we've got a button right there that says podcast. You click on that and you've got all of the Joy FM podcasts up there. So many ways you can tune in and listen to the Finding Joy podcast. And you can help others find us too if you give us a five-star rating, give us a nice positive review. We would love that. And uh, yeah, that just helps more people find us. And if you want to find us on social media, we're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Links to all that on our website. Not the TikTok just yet. <laughs> Not the TikTok We're still holding yet. out. Yeah. We're still holding out on TikTok. And if you have any questions about anything that you hear on any of the episodes or you've got maybe some suggestions, hey, I know this guy or this person or this ministry that would be a great topic for you, email us at findingjoypodcast at thejoyfm.com. Well, you were talking, you gave me a look because I had a look on my face, uh-huh. and you said that the yeah. Real Life Center is one of the benefactors. Uh-huh. I believe they're a beneficiary. Uh, a benefactor uh, is someone who makes it possible. That's what caught me. Wait a minute. Benefactor, beneficiary. Man. That's like pwn and repwn. Okay. <laughs> Vocabulary police. <laughs> right. <right here. laughs> oh, November the 5th, the next episode of the Finding Joy podcast. Kathy Bergren of the Real Life Center. Till then, I'm Jerry Williams with Benji Shepard and Rob Weinger. Bye. That work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it okay to keep the benefactor thing in? I think it's fine. Yeah, why not? That's, you fun. know, I, that's funny. Makes it sound like yeah. yeah, that's right.